podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily for this Friday night. It's Gav here, and I have Shawnee, and I have Keith, and this show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookie's a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly, and remember to do so with Paddy Power. Tonight, we're going to have a look forward to the West Ham game on Monday night. We're going to have a look at the fixture changes that have come around today with regards to games in April. And listen, anything else Shawnee and anything else Keith wants to speak about as well, and most importantly, anything you want to speak about. Um, random stuff is extremely important tonight, because these two lads are fucking brilliant at it. So if you don't have good random stuff tonight, I'm just going to shut the podcast podcast down and literally go on the cans from now till May and that's a promise um, that's it, uh, let's go And here we go. Shawnee and Keith are with me, as I've already said. And, lads, we have to wait until Monday for this West Ham game. Shawnee, in the aftermath of the Atletico game, we have an injury to Jordan Henderson that looks like Klopp has said he'd be out for about three weeks and described that as lucky. Um, how big of a loss will he be? Uh, massive. Um, obviously, his influence on the team had been massively stated since Fabinho went out, we all thought that we'd miss Fabinho and Henderson just came in like a glove and he's at the shoehorning himself into a position where many are speaking about him as the, the PFA player of the year. But um, yeah, it, it's a big miss, but thankfully we have Fabinho back now and he could just go back into that role where he was considered probably the best defensive midfielder in the world before he got injured. So hopefully we won't miss Henderson too much. Okay. In the in 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 the the three weeks that you'll be off, and when you look at the fixtures, there are games we should win, and obviously does it does the off chance he might be back for the second leg. So let's just see how it goes. Yeah, um, I haven't looked at the fixtures that he's going to miss. I know he'll miss obviously West Ham. He'll miss we're away to Wofford, Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, so there are three league games anyway that you'd look at and say yeah, not yes. too bad. Keith, when it comes down to it, and we we look forward to the West Ham game, but. This is a chance now for, for certain midfielders to step up or stake a claim. What I mean by that is Naby Keita is back. He, he's, he's, well, he's fit at the moment and please God, everything crossed. He will be fine on that score. But when you look at that, you look at Alex, Alex what, what am I trying to say? Alex Oxley chamberlain has played up front for uh, the last couple of games. It looks like he'll drop back into midfield now with, you know, 
Mane and Salah and Firmino all being okay. You have James Milner that was out for a period and will be looking to come back in. You have Minamino that may throw himself into the mix there. It is a big chance, isn't it, for someone to stand up? A bit like Jordan Henderson stood up and was counted even more so than he you know, he was he was having a good season in my book, but he really stood up with the Fabinho injury. It's a chance for someone to replicate that again, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the, you listed them there. It's it's a position that we do have a lot of strength and depth in. Now, he will be a big loss. I agree with Sean, but I think that is all dependent on if they can get him back for the uh, the second leg against Atletico. And they, look, even if they can't, we should have enough players there that can step up and do a job. Um, but it just goes to show the importance that he does have to the team. You know, he's a very divisive player and it, it it does your head in, you know, that some can appreciate him and some can't, but he, he is vital to the way we've been playing and the fixtures we do have coming up, we should be able to navigate with Dale Henderson in them. But as I said, getting back for that second leg will be key if we can do that. But I wouldn't rush him either. I wouldn't risk him, you know what I mean? I'd like to see him with Dale rushing too far ahead. I'd like to see him on the pitch when we're winning the league. Do mm. you know what I mean? So I think... Don't take any risks with them. Okay. Shawnee, with those names that are being listed there, and we're talking about player, players to come in and step into the into the void left by Jordan Henderson, the one thing that sticks out to me is, you know, we've quality there, don't get me wrong. You have Katie, you have uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, you have James Milner. You might throw Lalana in there for a look. You may throw Minamino in there for a look. I'm not too sure what way you go with it. But the one thing I look at in all those players is, you know, Maybe the option is to move Ronaldo over to where Henderson will play and put someone in on that left-hand side because Henderson plays a massive role in the way Trent and Salah operate in a game. And I'm not too sure any of them players fit the, re- the requirements discipline-wise. Discipline-wise. Milner would have pushed you. But discipline-wise and, and the engine to get up and down, Shawnee, what way would you go with it? Um, I know what you're saying. I do because the... Henderson's mobility allows Salah and Trent to cheat, mm. so to speak. You know what I mean? He does. That's the type of job that he does in there. But even for the last few weeks, he hasn't really been playing on that right-hand side. He would probably be in the, the deepest of our midfielders. Mm. So you, you just feel that the natural replacement would be for Fabinho to just slot back in there where he went. And then we can alternate between the three or four players that are fit there to play, depending on the game. Mm. Like I'm, I'm a fair believer in horses for courses, Gav. I don't think that you should look at a, a team and say, well, what's their strongest 11? I think each game, like, you could look at uh, like the likes of, um, say, Bournemouth at home. Uh, you, you'll have to be looking at the likes of Keita and Ox in there to be giving you a little bit more attack and goal, you know what I mean? So uh, mm. it depends on the game. If, Milno, if Henderson was to miss any of the big games, then you feel that the natural replacement to be in would be to put Mr. Reliable Milner in there because he will do the legwork of Henderson in, in those big games where you require discipline and to free up the likes of Trent and Salah. So it, it really does all depend on the game, Gav. Like I said, I, I'm a firm believer that it's horses for courses. You don't need to be thinking, well, what's our best 11? We have the play. We have the bodies there in the midfield mm. to, to see through uh, any uh, extended period of time or any, any of the midfielders being out. Mm. It's an interesting point that, that Shawnee makes, Keith, is that we do have the bodies there that can, that can, you know, come in and fit wherever we need them to fit. It, has it fallen, like, no one wants to see Henderson injured or any player for that matter, but has it fallen at a nice little time 
maybe the timing is slightly off, but it's falling at a decent time where you, when you look at the, the next three or four league games where, you know, we will have, now I know we have the majority of ball in most games, but we'll have the majority of the ball, the majority of, you know, uh, position on the pitch, you know, it'll be yeah I know a lot, I know what a, you lot, mean. a lot of teams are camped in so you're not looking for a Henderson to be up and down the pitch up and down. it's more of a control game where you know Salah literally goes up front and, and someone just fills in that gap and it isn't it isn't a massive role for them to play has it fallen at a nice time it has and the type of injury as well if they're saying it's a three week injury mm-hmm. you know that that's okay you can deal with that as Shawnee said these games coming up are our winnable games and with the squad we have you know every time we've had an injury this season someone the next taxi off the rank has stepped up and has done the job there's been no problems and I think it'll be the same here I mean the likes of if we're, we're playing West Ham at home look who's going to have a problem seeing Keita getting minutes there and being more of an attacking threat maybe than what we're used to mm. if it's going to be um uh, maybe Minamino gets a few minutes. You know what I mean? And these are the games that you wouldn't mind seeing them. You know, West Ham and Bournemouth and what well, what for the way might be a bit tough, but you know, Bournemouth at home and West Ham at home, you wouldn't mind seeing Minamino getting a run out and seeing if he can uh, if he can do anything in those games. So yeah, it has come at a decent enough time. It's not like we're short of midfield options and we're looking at, you know, Curtis Jones or Pedro Chiravella to come in. Yeah. And even if they did, you know, wouldn't care. Yeah, you don't. Do you, know uh, right? you don't. Uh, you, you don't mind. You don't mind. Um, Tyler Smith said, "I just want to get this in here before I go to sleep." He's obviously he's in work in the morning or something. Or he's probably in Australia. He's miles miles ahead of us. Uh, but uh, sick and tired of people giving Kate the stick. Um, I don't think he deserves too much stick. Um, I think he's a really top quality player. Um, like Tyler says, follows that up with a fantastic player, needs to run the games. Yes, he's been injured, but we'll come on a quality player. I absolutely agree with you 100%. Uh, more than 100% if possible. He's quality. You can see his quality. He's he's different to, I would say, any midfield that we have. And people yeah. like people liking them to Oxley chamberlain I think Oxley chamberlain is a bit more physical, more direct, whereas he's very, very cute in what he does. Kate. He's a fantastic yeah. footballer. The more only, goil to Kate. Yes, there's a bit more goil, and he. Oh, oh, I could see him being perfect in games where we are dominating possession and dominating. You know the the way the game is going, and we're in control. But you know the only thing I would throw him is the injury record, and I've I've always been sympathetic on that, and I. I doubled down on that when he got injured, um, playing with his, his national team when they were playing him when he was yeah. clearly wasn't clearly wasn't fit. Um, I would Ben Webb said he would absolutely love Naby to get a run of form. I would listen. If we go and win the title and Naby K to finishes the last plays the last twelve league games and we go where were a player absolutely fine. Wrap him up in cotton wool, you know, put him under your fucking bed wherever you want to until the next season and so nothing can happen to him. Absolutely yeah. fine. I think anybody giving Naby K the stick is. It, it, it's probably more frustration than actually looking at his ability. That's exactly you know, it. Yeah, so it's a frustration. The, yeah. the nature of the injuries are always yeah. very frustrating. I, I you know, t- he gets injured in the warm up when mm. he gets a chance against uh, Sheffield. You know, it wasn't mm. like yeah. those little things. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it, it is that, and and the thing is, I say this with all Liverpool players, whether it's Naby Keita, Jordan Henderson, Salah, Van Dijk, the goalkeeper. Anybody, you want them all fit, you want them all playing well. That's yeah. the fucking whole enterprise of this. Do you know what exactly. I mean? There's loads of stuff going in about Leicester and Man City. I'm going to touch on a few of the, the games over the weekend um, before we finish this. But look, moving on to the, the West Ham game, we face West Ham, who are f- t- 
quite honestly brutal. Um, <coughs> they are. They're, they're terrible. Um, they, they've, they uh, I, Shani, I'll come to you first, right? And, and I learned the way oh, you love the concept of um, building building a, a team, building a squad, building an infrastructure, a, a club. Like, I know you're watching videos of Kirby on a loop, right? Because that's the way you were, right? <laughs> no, but that's where you are. You're really interested in how clubs are built, how stable they are, how, you know. Infrastructure, yeah, yeah. the whole stuff. I know you're mad into that. I know I, I don't watch yeah. all that stuff. I go, I don't fucking train this, so I don't care. But, like, you know, it's a great thing for the club. But when you look at, I look at West Ham and I seen something earlier about them and it was basically they need to stay up because of the stadium they have, the outlay yeah. of money they have and stuff like that. And I thought of a question straight away for you and I went, why appoint this manager if you're trying to stabilise a club, keep them in the Premier League and look to move forward? Because to me, he's he's anti-progression at this stage. Yeah, to, to be honest, even when the appointment was made... I couldn't make head nor tail of it. I, I understand Moyes is heavily revered for the job that he did at Everton. And to be mm. fair, he, he did for a long stage, uh, period of time. Mm-hmm. He he made Everton really stable. And they were always fighting there or thereabouts for that fourth or fifth spot. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I can't for the life of me understand why they've brought them two dildo merchants have brought fucking... <laughs> Uh, Moyes in there it's just complete it's, it shows to the fans a complete lack of ambition to the players who are already in the squad mm. like there's no direction at all if you look at the bottom of the league you look at Norwich there who we played last week there's a style of play right? it doesn't always work out but look they go out and they play that way regardless um, Watford have brought in person who has galvanised the team and has actually made them difficult to beat there after having a manager bounce there. So there's a couple of teams bouncing around at the bottom there and it just looks like West Ham are completely rudderless. Mm. Completely yeah. rudderless. There's no style of play. There's no direction. Like It doesn't even look like that they... They're not, they're not even, they're not fighting together. Even at the bottom, if you can get the whole team pulling in the same direction, you'll get results. But they just, they look dead. They look dead in their feet. And <laughs> I really feel sorry for West Ham because the, if you remember years ago, you were going to Upton Park away. It was a fucking horrible place to go. Even when you were watching the game, there, the crowd on top of you, the place is raucous. Like they had some really good players down the years, but you look at now they were they were sold the dream in the Olympic Stadium. Oh look, we want to be a consistent Europa League side. They haven't invested. They, they just poor decision after poor decision, and I think this will be the year that you see them drop down to the Championship like a stone. And then who knows what's going to happen after that? Because they will have money trouble when they drop. Well, does parachute payments that total about one hundred and twenty million? But that you very rarely. I'm not saying it doesn't have an impact, but it very rarely is a parachute for a club. It's basically they hit the ground, they hit the bottom, the hun- the money comes in over two seasons, I think it is, and it's basically used to pay the wages of players that probably aren't at the club, but are still paying them while they're playing for somebody exactly. else. Um, you know, but but Keith Shani makes reference to other clubs there, and the Watford one is interesting because I don't know how f- I, I think Nigel Pearson's first game was away to us, right yeah. and. I think Moyes' first game might have been home to Bournemouth. I don't know how far apart they were. But the interesting comparison for me is is that if you look at Nigel Pearson, who's a bit of an arsehole, to be honest with you, right? But yeah. when you look at him, like Sean, he says, he's nailed it. He's galvanised them. Because when you when you actually watch Watford now, right, he's making them tough to be as as much as he possibly can. 
right? He has midfielders that are trying to be aggressive, um, you know, forward thinking when you think the Corey, I think, has got a couple of goals from. Yeah. Uh, Kapui has turned around well. Um, Will Hughes has done well. And then he's, he's really looking to the, to the strength up top in Delafeu, you know, and trying to get Andre Gray going. But he's trying to use them in their best positions and trying to get them to do the things that they're really good at. And then when you yeah. go and look at West Ham, it's a stark right? contrast. It's it's night and day. They they had this fellow up front, Haller, and people were raving about him. He gets the ball into his feet. He links play really well. He gets in behind the fence well. He's a good finisher. And you're watching him now, and he's about 40 yards away from his own teammates. He has, you have a midfield there that, that looks slow and cumbersome, and probably that suits Moyes because he doesn't want him to go forward. You have attacking players that are being asked to be basically play as nearly wing-backs because he's got that defensive. Can you see a way out for them? Looking forward to this game, I know what he played City, but you look, but I don't think the fixtures are too kind to him coming towards the end of the season either. Can you see any way out of this for them if he persists in what he's trying to do? No, I can't. It, it, it's toxic around there now. The fans all hate them. Do you know what I mean? They hate the team. They hate Moyes. They turned on Moyes because he gave a big galvanising shout. You know what I mean? Get it. And they have got, 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 have didn't see the turnaround that he could get out of them. But he's done it. He's got the crowd at all, you know, backing them. There's there's a not a feel good atmosphere there, but they, they've all got on board with what he was trying to do. West Ham it's just the opposite. You know, what Shawnee said there. There's at least a siege mentality, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you have to create that to give yourself a chance. But Moyes is just like it just stinks of no ambition. And I to yeah. be honest, I'm not gonna say I feel sorry for Moyes because he was there before, mm. so he knew exactly but what Ma- he was doing. Maverick says there that you so, know, Pearson would have been a better than Moyes for West Ham because they needed some I don't know, discipline in the side. He says that if they go down, they're in serious trouble of going into the wilderness because of the stadium and the money and, and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, and he reckons that there's, there's a problem in the boardroom there. He doesn't think that the two boys are talking to each other. Uh, there might be a fight for control there. I don't know. They might be fighting to, it might be like a hot potato come the end of the season because neither of them want it. Um, he also, Maverick also follows it up with Haller is on a different level to West Ham teammates, Ron Club to have joined. I was really impressed with him. When I've seen him a first couple of times for West Ham, they were attacking, they were getting it to him and he was scoring goals. And now it's like he's literally playing 40 yards away from his mates. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those. Uh, Kieran says, good evening, good evening, Kieran. How are you? Um, uh, Avo would. Uh, but you, Haller was being talked up for the French team and all, wasn't he? He was like, this fella could yeah. be. Yeah. You know, he's on last year. Yeah. yeah Post of it, you know, and he's just doing nothing. You know what I mean? Not his fault. It's the team. It's everything about him. It's just. Pfft dreadful yeah well look we go into this game it's on monday night and having to wait until monday is a bit of a pain in the arse let's be honest yeah, about it uh, you know I, I don't mind it if we're going to play monday we should throw a game in on a friday to keep us going that's the way i look at it <laughs> yeah. but but shawnee we approach this one uh, you know we'll have a really we could have a really clear picture come monday because Leicester play City and I will get to that later but at, as things stand we're down to five games to win the title and when you look at it like you said earlier you have got our next three are West Ham Watford Bournemouth and you'll be looking going yeah they'll be absolutely fine you know I think the, the one after that then is everything away isn't it and that's where people are targeting then Palace is obviously the fifth one but going into this one on a Monday night you know it's a long old travel up for, for West Ham on a Monday Liverpool uh, 
night game at Anfield, five from the title. Overall, you can't see anything other than a Liverpool win, can you? No, no, especially with the the result of midweek, you could see that. If, I didn't see that game. There was um, we air players looked like they were annoyed, snarky, like they felt hard yeah. done by about how went how. They, Sorry, the I thought you were talking about the City West Ham game. I did yeah, see that game. I didn't see that one. Yeah, how about how the game went in Madrid? So I'd expect, I'd respect the response. Mm. And at least there even might be a few changes you don't know that, but yeah. I just respect it. I respect the response right there Monday night in Anfield. Like you said, five to go. Let's keep going. I just tick them off, tick them off, tick them off. I I can see Monday night. I hopefully give these a Rodgers because someone is on the end and will sit very very soon. Mm. Yeah, I get that feeling as well. Um, well, although I did say it'd be Atletico Madrid and. Shawnee and others laughed at me and I had to take the abuse for him. Um, it wasn't too bad, actually. <coughs> it wasn't too bad. Um, I think we're too Because, uh, look, you're, you're, you're not one of these fucking agents who's incapable of saying, look, I was wrong. Oh, I was you know what I mean? So, once you're not like that, well, then you're not going to take too much flack. No, I was yeah. absolutely way off. Um, but, like, the way I look at it is, and somebody else said it there, go and deal with the game. You just take them out. 3-0. You just take them out, 3-0, and you walk away. And listen, yeah. it's one of those, Keith, isn't it, where, and you see it loads of times, where clubs who are struggling, they are really struggling, but when they get 1-0 down, and Benitez used to do this when he was struggling at Newcastle, you, you go 2-0 down and you nearly settle on a 2-0 because goal difference yeah. be in his head. Could it be one of those where 2-0 oh. at halftime and everyone shakes hands and says, look, just don't batter us. We'd have to find no. our way somewhere else. I'd say their game plan is to get out with a 2-0 defeat. I'd say that's, you know, if they can get out there with a 2-0, they'd be delighted. But I think, yeah, they, I think there could be a, a bit of an arse whipping coming to someone. And I think it could be days, Monday night. As you say, on the back of the uh, the Atletico game, you know, and look, let's be honest, we got beaten. It's the, you know, the world isn't coming to an end or not. We lost the game. But the focus will be on all of the players now. Whoever's in that team, it'll be on them to, to put in that extra 10%. I can't see them taking West Ham for granted, right? They're shite. They're coming in on the on a horrendous run. But I can't see us taking them for granted. I think we're going to deal with them. I think, you know, it'll be a, a, a comfortable 3 4 nil. Mm. Um, Shani, West Ham are going to come to Anfield and they're going to do what a lot of teams have done and they, think, they see this as their way home. And it's not their way home and playing two left backs, right? And I don't know why <laughs> teams keep doing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for Julian Dix to start for West Ham at the fucking, <laughs> on Monday night because I think that's how people are, are going about this. It doesn't work, but you feel it works. And it, it might work to a point where we won't get bashed three or four here, lads. But I, I, I caught West Ham against Brighton a couple of weeks ago. I think it was an extended highlights on Sky or whatever. And they were atrocious. And they scored, they scored a couple of goals off deflections, um, with Snodgrass, who's a good technical footballer. Lanzini just looked lost because yeah. he was like, I'm up here, lads, and nobody's up here. And most importantly, the ball's not up here. And he conceded three poor goals on top of that. They're going to come out, Shawnee, and they're going to play. They're going to go 4 5 1, but they're, they're two wide men in the five are literally going to sit back as fullbacks. Uh, we have enough to break them down, don't we? And, and, the return of Keita and the front three looking to put the midweek performance to bed. We have more than enough to do this. Yeah, absolutely. See, Gav, for me, for football is, it's 
not sound cliche. It's a simple game. And normally you get dragged into a rut with teams like this and you bring it down to that level. Like Norwich last week, they walked their fucking socks off. They walked the socks off. They, yeah. And then normally you get that. We've got that a lot this year where teams have literally walked our socks off. And you're thinking to yourself, these will be dead last 20, 25. And then we just blitz teams. But these, they don't even look like they have to go for it. They don't look like they have to go. To, we will outrun them. We will outwalk them. We will outpass them. We're a better football team. And we walk harder. Mm. And we will beat them because of that. And if we are clinical, it will be it'll be a heavy one for them. And I, I did, whatever about uh, containing us 2-2-0, two two I don't think they'll have much of a choice. And staying with, staying with you, Shani, is that the big thing for you? Um, coming out with, with an attacking intent, uh, you know, an intensity to the game where we are going to move it fast, we're going to be, if we ever lose the ball, we're going to be on you all the time. We're not going to give you a way out. It's going to be hacked up the pitch and Van Dijk is literally going to give it to Fabinho and we're going to start again. And as much yeah. as you walk your socks off, we're going to, we're going to break you. And when we break you and you look and there's still 30 minutes left, you're going to just, you're going to want the, the, the ground to swallow you up. In a way, like I think ever since club come in, there's been transformations and little clicks every season to something that changed. We're not even that run and gun football team anymore. We're the methodical, we'll just grind you, grind you down. Rootlessness, doing the same things all the time. It's like the, the play is methodical, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just we like you said, you want to pop the ball back out into midfield. Right? We're just gonna mop up every single second ball. We're not gonna give you a second to breathe. We're gonna hit the fullbacks. It's gonna go inside. We have runners everywhere. Like we are a nightmare to deal with now. We're very, like the the Pep team that done a hundred points. That's what I used to love about them. It was the methodical stuff. It was Raheem Sterling scoring fifteen. Uh, tap ins at the back post yeah. every time just because we were just drilling and drilling and drilling the same attacking movements for our whole game and that's what we do Gav and if you don't defend if you make one mistake we're going to punish you and that's why it's 25 games with one draw yeah, it's it's even 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 when we it's don't incessant, isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's it's one of those where we won't, we will not stop. Quarter said, keep up the good stuff, uh, good work, lads. Uh, more people need to get onto the LFC day trip as well. If you share it on Twitter and you share it on Periscope and you share it on YouTube and all around the place, more people will, and it's absolutely fine. There's loads of talk coming in about the Wilder Fury fight, and I'm going to give Shawnee a, a run at that in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, let me see, let me see, um, loads of predictions coming in as well. But lads, Keith, I come to you first. Uh, I want you to pick me a team and I want you to give me a prediction and I want you to give me a goal scorer as well. So I'm throwing it all at you tonight, Keith. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think only because you've upset, will... only because you've upset me about the air fryer for, for near on a week now. <laughs> Have you not got one yet now? No, I haven't. No, I'm not getting one because if it doesn't make cakes, it can fuck off. Fucking does make cakes. It doesn't as um, Go on. The, the back five, I think, will pick itself. Mm-hmm. I can't see there being any changes there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the front three, I think, will pick itself. Mm-hmm. I think Mane will start. And then we're looking at the midfield. So I think Fabinho and Genie will... Well, I think, no, I'll take it back. I think Fabinho will play. I think Keita will play. And then I think we might see one of the... Uh, toss a coin for the other ones. It could be Milner might get a run. I think it could be Ox. So you might look at maybe Genie getting a rest in this one. Um, I think we beat them 4 0. Okay. I'm I think scorer. one scorer, Bobby. Break okay. his Anfield duck. 
Okay, um, there was a girl on here last week, I think her name was Ella, and she said that she wants Bobby to break his duck oh, she uh, did, with, with she? the goal that secures the title at Anfield. Yeah, and I'm all take for that back, take that yeah, back. Take I don't back. want Bobby to score. I don't want Bobby to score. Yes. Um, Stop being a prick, Keith. Go for a Virgil. Virgil okay. to get one. Nice one, I'd say the odds on that would be decent. Uh, Shawnee, team, same as same as Keith, are you gonna are you gonna upset us and, and go with something different? No, I'd I'd go with that. Gav, to be honest, they could fucking put the twenty trees out here now and I'd fancy him to beat anyone at the moment, just the way things are going. Okay. Um I, I still I'm still waiting on Salah to go on the tear and take the goal and boot. Yeah. Uh he's won it every year since he's been here, so I fully expect Salah to just still go on the tear. So Salah for a brace. Okay. No worries. Um I think the back five does obviously pick itself and the front three will pick itself. I think in midfield, I'm leaning towards Fabinho, Milner, Keita. Um, I, and, and the only reason being, I think the toughest game out of the next three we have will be Watford away. Yeah. And I think having minutes in Milner's legs will definitely help that. I think we have enough about us to control this game tomorrow and Milner doing that job on the right, just letting Trent and Salah do what they want to be absolutely fine. Genie stepping out no problem at all he comes back against Watford in a game where we will be looking it will be very very physical they'll be more up against us they'll, they'll push us a little bit more and Genie's perfect for that Fabinho that just needs the minutes in my opinion he needs to get back in a groove I know they've had a break but he needs minutes it's it's definitely one of those there's loads of them um, so I'm going to go with them three I'm going to go with 5-0 Liverpool and um I'm going to go with Joe Gomez to get his first goal of the season. Uh, oh. Supercard Kieran says 4 0 and VVD first goal scorer. Lubak is going 2 0. Maverick says 3 0. Um, oh, Dylan on Ryan Q says Gomez to score his first professional goal. Is, would it be his first professional goal? Right, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm dying to see him score because I think he might be the only player in this, in the, in the squad that hasn't scored yet. Uh, Chris Brackett. Has Lovren not scored? Well, this season. season. No. Right, okay. Him and Lovren. We, we get him back. Um, he still has yeah, a nickel. He scored against in the league. He got, got one against Napoli, didn't he? Yeah, but I'm thinking in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think they're the only ones that they haven't. Alisson Gomez and cause the fact that we're throwing Alisson into this that could be. A, <laughs> yeah, well, if we, if we get a pen Gomez with ten minutes to go away uh, to Newcastle. I want, I want yeah. Alisson on it. Chris Brack says uh, Liverpool to score at least three. All front three will have a shot on target and VVT to score any time. That sounds like a bet he wants to do. I will, over the weekend, we'll definitely get all the bets together as we always do. Uh, Megan McCallion wants Ox to score any time and 3-0 to win for the Reds. There's loads of stuff coming in here. But lads, I just want, I'm going to go really quick through the fixtures at the weekend because people always ask us to do this, right? So, um, I'm going to go through the fixtures. I just want win, draw, or, you know, pick a team to win or a draw. All right. Uh, yeah. let me see. Let me see. Uh, Maverick is laughing at 5-0. Maverick stopped laughing at me. Uh, but I'll, I'll take one nil. But I, I think we're going to bash them. Um, so we'll, let's wait and see. Yeah. Right. Without sounding disrespectful, <coughs> West Ham are shite like they're muck. I know they, we they, will bounce off them. You know what I mean. I just don't think they have the legs to, to run around no. after us at Anfield, and I don't think no. they have defend. They're defensively good enough, and they're they're not good attacking wise. And when you go back into a shell like that, it's very very hard to get over. You've seen us away to them. Away to them, we just yeah. dominated them from start to finish, and it was Declan Royce will need a blade. <coughs> game, but doing all his running and for Mark Noble's but Declan running. Royce is in the centre midfielder, in my opinion. So, no. um, that's for another day. But Keith and, and Sean, you're right, just going to go through it quick, right? Uh, Keith forced Chelsea versus Tottenham. Uh, where's that on? Chelsea, Chelsea versus Tottenham. Royce at Chelsea at home, obviously. Mm. Um, draw, draw, Sean, sports. Okay. Burnley, Bournemouth. Um, Burnley. Shani? Born, Burnley. Okay. Uh, Palace, Newcastle. 
Draw. Draw. Okay. Sheffield United versus Brighton, Keith. Sheffield United. Shawnee. Yeah, Sheffield United. Okay. Big one. Southampton versus Aston Villa. Oh, the big Ooh. one. That's a cracker. Yeah. I'm going to go Southampton. It's, 11, it's an 11 point of that one, I think. Uh, yeah. Draw. Southampton draw. and a draw. And the big one. Leicester versus Man City, Keith. Ooh. Draw. Shawnee. We go Leicester. Oh, I'm going City. <laughs> no, City. Champions League's on during the week. City are gonna they'll arrest yeah. a few boys, I reckon. Mm. And uh, Leicester actually need a win because they're, they're struggling the a little bit. Off a bit there, yes, so they need something. That'll be right. half five on a Saturday. Mm. The King Power will be rocking. I have to say, oh, they'll have the big yeah. hand clappers out for like to be. Yeah, yeah, the King, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I just have a feeling City might have to leave Laporte out, and I'd fancy Fardy to make sure of that back four without Laporte in there. Well, the funny thing was, you, you, it's a fair point, and I know we said we go through these quick, but when you watch it at, at, at um, the Etihad, City have all of it, and Vardy gets away three times down the channel. Yeah, scores yeah. one, should score a second, and sh- see, probably, they, sh- probably should score see, a third. City let you in, and to be fair, on, on a bad day, Vardy takes chances even. So I, I'm looking forward to that, actually. I think it's going to mm. be a good game. To be honest, isn't it great just to be able to sit back and watch, uh, watch the ball and not give your, a shit about it? Yeah, do, do your horse, boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan says that Man City have sold 875,000 tickets uh, for the game away, away to Leicester on Saturday evening. Um, <laughs> Keith, United versus Watford. United. Okay, Shani. You know, it's in the whole trap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wolves, Norwich, Keith? Wolves. Okay. Shani? Wolves, Wolves as well. Okay, and then Arsenal, Everton is the last game on the Sunday. Raw. Everton. Everton, I'm going to go with Arsenal because it, it just means that everyone thinks that Arsenal are back and they're on a deadly run. And he's he's only won three league. He's, he's won two league games. Yeah. He's over, it's deadly. Uh, I, I watched them the other night and they were cut as well. Yeah. All right. I just, I just think they're very, very poor. I think they've the wrong players for what he's looking to do. Uh, right, random stuff. Anybody has random questions, absolutely throw them in now. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you subscribe, you like. Like button is very important, apparently. So I've been told this by analytical fellas. And uh, also, hit hit the subscribe button and hit the bell notification. And every time we go live, we, we you'll see we're there. Um, press be, all the buttons. Press, all, press all, all the buttons. Yeah. All the buttons. Just press all the that's not something you say to Donald Trump he's not allowed to any <laughs> buttons yeah. but at home press all of the buttons you can't go wrong um, just to let you know um, we will be going through it over the weekend with regards to the bets we'll sort out the Paddy Power free bet and all that sort of stuff just to let you know we had about I think it was nearly 100 quid I think it was um, that we'd won because we're awful at betting but we'd 100 quid <laughs> I contacted the um, fan support and food banks who are based in Liverpool you'd see them outside Anfield and outside Goodison Park yeah. They, I asked them could I don't Made some money to them they said we don't take direct donations but you can you know bring food or order food so i went online to asda and i ordered loads of stuff and what i done was i've organized that from all you people that listen and give us the bets and i've organized that to be delivered to the field banks on monday morning in liverpool there's loads of gear there for them so thanks to you for doing the bets and raising that money so the first lot of money Fair we raised play. has gone to the field banks in liverpool that you will Great see calls. outside anfield and you do see outside goodison park on match days um right on to the random stuff so the first thing i have to go with random is this boxing match that's happening tomorrow night in vegas 
Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. And it's Fury versus Wilder. Shawnee, um, you asked a question in the WhatsApp group the other day and you said, what, what do you think, lads? Fury wins. Um, what, what way are you leaning at the moment? Um, it, 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 it's dependent on me. You know, at the moment, Gav, to be honest, I'm, <laughs> what I'm, for me I'm, watching, I'm, I'm watching the build-up all week, really, and I'm thinking, like... I love Fury. I think Fury is uh, he's probably the most naturally gifted heavyweight boxer we've had for for decades. Yeah. Definitely uh, at this generation, anyway. Um, but he has to be perfect again tomorrow. No, he just has to be perfect because, like the equalizer is that like while that let's be honest, like the fundamentals doesn't really have them down. But if the fella touches you, you are in butter. He, mm. He's that good. He only really has to hit you clean once. But as, and, but, as, um, as Andy said to me, he caught he caught Fury and Fury sat up like the Undertaker. Yeah. So yeah, he's in the twelfth round. That could now. be in his head. That could be in Wilder's head as well. You know what I mean? That yeah, it, it, you know, usually when you connect, when he connects, he sparks them out, and he couldn't spark him out. Do I you know, agree with what Sean he said there. I think Fury is the best technical heavyweight in, since Tyson. I think he's been absolutely brilliant, but he couldn't knock out. You know, he doesn't have the knockout power. So I can't see if Fiora, if Wilder doesn't knock Fury out. I don't think Fury will be knocking Wilder. It could be a long one. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I was listening to uh, Fury's elf earlier and he made a great point. Now, look, you're getting it from his dad. So it's obviously going to yeah. be a boy's opinion, mm. but it's hard to uh, hard to shoot down what he said. He said, if, if you have big power and you hit somebody in the 12th round, they shouldn't, they shouldn't get back up. They should be. Yeah. He said, he, the, basically the way he put it was that Tyson Fury's body was like wet tissue paper the last time that he fought. Mm. He said, he's more solid now. I think he's gone up in weight. Um, he's had a couple of tune-ups. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my neck out. I think Fury will stop Warla in the later rounds tomorrow Do you night. think so? Kevin Sullivan, yeah. Sullivan says he can't see how Fury wins. New trainer, new coaches, looks heavier. Wilder will have learned. He reckons a knockout for Wilder between the 6th and the 8th. Um, uh, Wilder doesn't have, Wilder doesn't have the, the skill. The the clou- he doesn't have the skill to close him down mm. or adjust, yeah. I don't think. Maverick says, what about the Fury I cook? Could that be targeted, says, says uh, Maverick. Shawnee. Yeah, if he had... If he had a jab, he could, but he yeah, he doesn't. You know all he's I mean? looking for the haymakers all the yeah, time. He's he looking for that a... explosive punch in every mm. hook and round. Could, could, could Wilder see this as a? As a, uh, uh, it's probably a shot. He, he shouldn't be walking in there as champion. Let's be honest mm. about it. I know, I know. Like when you watch the last fight, okay, he puts him down late in the in the. He got skilled in that in that first fight, Johnny. Um, yeah. With technical boxing, he got skilled. The only thing that worries me is, is that. Yeah, Fury will 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 wear you down and technically brilliant. But does he have the power to, to knock him out? Maybe it's, he does. He just doesn't show it that often. You know, see, when it comes to Wilder, he didn't show it that often. He, he just looked like yeah, he's hitting him and he's skilling him. But Wilder does have that haymaker that will just take you off. See, the thing is, like, does does knocking someone out, just putting someone asleep, and then the stopping somebody, and Fury is the type like Fury can string together combos. 
like no other punches yeah. and bunches. I have never seen, like I've watched Boiler now closely since he came on the same as knocking people out. I've never seen him fighting off the back foot. I've never no. seen him fighting off the back foot. He was getting like the last RTs for he was getting he was getting boxed up. Let's be honest. I yeah. think if he if he put him away, Ortiz is out on his feet. Yeah, man, Ortiz is forty odd, and it's something that people are looking over is like Wilder's thirty five. He yeah, like, you think he's a young fella, don't you? Yeah, he's not. Fury's a thoroughbred. Like Fury's, he's he's he is gifted. I I fancy Fury tomorrow night actually. All right. Um, yeah. Dylan says Bellator tomorrow evening. Then Fury fight. He's he just says happy days. He's go. Um, he's happy with that. Kevin Sullivan says if you watch the BT analysis of Wilder, um, if you actually think he's not that technical, it, this would change your mind. If you want to go and watch the BT uh, coverage on Deontay Wilder. No, I seen it, but I seen Ben Davidson was on, hmm. and he's the trainer who's at the walking out. He sounds like a rugby player. Yeah, he he's a great coach though. But he made a great analogy as to how what Fury did in the force fight and he, he, what he said was if you take the bullets out of the gun you can't get shot mm. so Fury effectively took the the right hand away from Wilder mm. for I'd say 11 rounds in the last fight and he limbered up in the last rounds he obviously thought he was home and housed like he should have like this, I can't understand how it was a draw like he lost at least 10 rounds mm. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? It, it, it was a fucking joke. Yeah, no, well, he shouldn't be walking in there as champion. or yeah. You know, he, he simply shouldn't be. Um, Maverick says, either way, there's a signed rematch clause. Is that right? Yeah, for the third fight, yeah. They will do a third right. one. Yeah, there's no, other heavyweight, there's no other heavyweights out there. Joshua, Joshua's being afraid of his bollocks to fight either of these two. And anyway, so there's only, you know, they're going into this as both undefeated, you know what I mean? So mm. if either of them lose, it will be straight back for another fight. Mm. And and do you think do you think the winner does go looking for Joshua? Or does Joshua go looking for them? No, I, I don't boy I don't boy that Joshua's afraid, to be honest. I really don't. I think Eddie Hearn's afraid to put him yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Eddie I think Eddie Hearn's afraid to now maybe not so much since he got beaten by Ruiz, but Eddie Hearn can flog Joshua in Wembley Stadium for another two or three years before he has yeah. to fight them boys and make hundreds and hundreds of millions. At the end of the day uh, they they're seen as businesses. Them them boys, mm. them fighters. You know what I mean? Fury made the jump and he went to America to fight for ESPN, and they're all under different umbrellas. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's it's in fairness to the two boys, they've gone and they've made it so that the best fights have happened. But with Eddie here in match room, it's just about the dollar. Like you see him putting them fucking easy YouTubers on on fight cards ahead of world champion boxers yeah. and all it's it's all about cash you know what I mean soul destroying stuff wouldn't it be on the undercard that I show you yeah it's all about cash is king and they're, they're protecting their investment you know what I mean I think yeah Kevin Sullivan knows, says Joshua won't be allowed near either of these two Eddie here knows what happens if if he Joshua fights either of them not because he's a bad bad, bad fighter he just the fury their and Wilder, will that, open that, him up they're horrible matchups for yeah. they're horrible matchups for Joshua. All right. Yeah, uh, both of them different styles and both of them are horrendous for Joshua. But as you pointed out there, Shawnee, they're both getting old as well. Do you know what I mean? So if they can sort of tie themselves up with each other for a couple of years, Hernel yeah. put Joshua in with them when Wilder's thirty seven and Fury's whatever age Fury is as well, you know, like so he's sitting back and let them let them go at it and Joshua will fight some bums for a couple of years. Okay. Pick up the scraps. 
Right, Shawnee's yeah. going. Shawnee's going for uh, Fury to stop Wilder. Uh, Keith, what are you going for? I'm going for Fury as well, but I was going for points, and I think he'd have to really blade and skill him to win it on points over there. But mm. I just think he will. I think he's technically he's a much better boxer. I think he'll he'll outbox him all the way, and I think as Shawnee touched on, he'll take that right hand away from him again, and he just won't be able to do it. I think he'll win it on points. Okay, um, I'm looking at it, and I do, I do think, I do think uh, Fury skilled him the last time. But he, as Shani said, he, he dropped him, he dropped his guard towards the end, and he nearly got punished. Uh, I hope Fury wins it. I'm not going. I, it's very hard to choose, but I really hope he does because I think it was a massive injustice that he didn't win it the first time around. But if we're looking at a third fight, does it really matter? Probably not. It just depends who walks in as as the holder of the belt come to third one. And with regards to Joshua, he's going to have to come up against one of these two at some stage and possibly both of them uh, throughout his career. So I I would love, love, love to see Joshua against both of them for, for different reasons. I think the power of both of them. Um, Joshua and and Wilder is amazing, but the the technical ability of Fury against uh, Joshua, I think I think he could pull Joshua apart. Um, Dylan says, "How long without food before you became a cannibal, and what body part would you eat first? Shani, I'll come to you. Go again, say that again, Gav. How long without food before you become a cannibal, and what body part would you eat first? Of myself? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, can't eat yourself. You I'd... fucking kill yourself." Yeah. yeah well, oh fucking hell oh, that's so imagine, imagine you're in the film alive yeah the plane goes three down. days three I'd say days. I'd say I'd make a four or five days Keith you're, oh, if I ever get stuck with you we'll keep savage you well away you're hungry you're <laughs> yeah. savage you savage Chris, Chris just messaged Dan said an hour and a half so you know <laughs> sure, your nails are full of protein you'll be eating them before you start eating anyone else <laughs> yeah no nah, three days within a, within a couple of hours you're looking and saying right who am I taking here? Who's got the most meat on them? Bang. The, the, the body part that I eat is simple for me. Right. I'd, I'd go with the calves because they like chicken wings. Right. They like the big drumstick chicken wings and I reckon it wouldn't be be tender enough meat there. You know what I mean? The legs are always going. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Do you not, I know this is a bit disgusting but do you not go for the arse? The meaty, the cheeks of the arse? Is that what they're doing in their life? Did they go for the arse first and that? Now, if you're going for it in your windows now, I've no, 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 no problem eating, uh, no problem eating a bit of arse. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to steer you that way, Shawnee. He doesn't need he steering, bro. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he doesn't need steering. Leave it at that. Uh, but uh, what was your question? Would you rather have um, your girlfriend's hair or she had your hair? Jesus, I've no hair, so we'll take her hair, so it's a no-runner. Blading two baldies. Shani, I can't can't see you changing your hair for nobody. I know. I I was actually thinking about letting the hair grow. I don't think I don't... There's too much maintenance in a mane like that, though. But I I can't imagine my board look great now with my barney. Yeah. Yeah. Love is love, love, isn't it? It's only a bit of hair. She can have my barney. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't hack it now. When my hair grows a little bit long, I'm like, oh, lads, I can't deal with this. You know what I mean? I have to go and get a cut. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm sticking to my own. Um, she can keep hers. Um, if anybody has so any So, she more, gets yours then, does she? Um, well, if I so, the two years have together, yours? Um, Is that not it? You both have your hair or you both have her hair? Oh, yeah, that might be it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
oh, listen, if she wants to keep her hair, I'll take her hair, but I'd end up cutting it. I'd end up fucking shaking her head. I really would. <laughs> yeah. um, if anyone has any more random questions before we go, we've about five minutes left. So if you have any more random questions, absolutely throw them in there. Um, I just, I just want to get back to, to football for a minute. And Shawnee, the, the whole Man City thing, um, I know you're keeping a close eye on it, but it's getting more and more strange for me as days go on. There's talk of PSG and FIFA and, is is there is there just um, a series of people throwing other people under moving buses at this stage? Uh, we won't know, yeah. We won't know until that goes into court exactly what's yeah. going on. Um, mm. There's a lot of finger pointing there at the at the end of the day, but it doesn't. I don't think it makes much of a difference. Like if fucking, if you're a murderer standing up in court, you can't turn around and say, "Yeah, well, he's a murderer as well." Mm. They're not just gonna let you off. Yeah. because somebody else is doing it. Mm. Now, it's obvious UEFA are using Man City as an example here, and fair enough, because yeah. let's be honest, they're not the fucking, they're not the biggest club. They're not going to go after the super clubs. The Champions League was well around. UEFA were in a good position before City went around, and they'd be fine when they fuck off sort of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Um, I think City have made a cross with their own back here because they basically said, yeah, well, they're taking on a country, so we'll see in court. So they've adopted the defensive mentality from the start, and I think it's been wrong. I think they've been wrong. There's very, there's been very little denial, I find. I think it's more, you know, when I'm looking at someone, and, and if I said to you, you, I don't know, you took me fucking smokes, right? And you went, um, well, I've more money than you. Um, I'll see it in court. Rather than going, I didn't take your smokes. There's, there seems to be more of. Uh, a flexing of muscles rather than an actual defence going on. Keith, is is that just me being very naive about no. the situation? Because that's what it feels like to me. It's like, you know, like like City fans are singing, we'll see it in court. They're making banners yeah. and all sorts of... They'd be better off turning up to the fucking ground than, than yeah, making well, banners. You know what I mean? You're saying there, you're saying, you're saying there, you're saying there, you're saying there, 54,000. Yeah, there, there was at least 15,000 empty seats in the ground. Like... Who the fuck did he think that kid? See if took the piss. They should have. They should have taken. Should have paid that fine in November. Yeah. In November of last year, when all this came around. But now they wanted to be big, Billy Big Bollock. But you see, if they pay the fine, Shawnee, then they have to step into line. If they don't pay the fine and they keep going, they but can Gav, this is going to go either way. Yes, but I'm telling if, you now, if it goes their it, way, they can they can start flaunting as much as they want, and that's yeah, the way they're looking at it. Because what's going to happen is they need if, to be able if, to flaunt it. If your wife will back off or cast throw this out, then you may as well forget about financial fair play yes. because the summer is going to be fucking mental. Because yeah. yeah. clubs will be doing whatever that they want. You, you, that's what's going to happen. So I think I, I, the only reason I'm, well, I'm not going to say optimistic because I should really be impartial. I should really be impartial. It's not really to do with Liverpool. Yeah. We're, we're a club who have to get in that way. Whereas Man City are saying they're going to take uh, your wife to the human rights court. Are you really gonna fuck it out in that kind of warmth? Mm. Are you really yeah. like in a, in, a, in a being owned by sheiks and where in your United Arab Emirates where human rights are the same as animal rights? There's fucking none. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's just we'll have to see how it goes. The, the, the saying is always that money talks, but I have a feeling your wife have been told here by the conglomerates, the likes of the Premier League and DFA and even FIFA, look, we're all going in on them, so you're not alone yeah. in this battle. Because uh, I think the stance that City have taken is, we'll just fucking bankrupt you. 
Mm. Whereas I don't think it will. And apparently this isn't going to drag on. Apparently this is going no. to be nipped in the board and sorted. Yeah. Before they funny. want it done before July. So uh, we don't have actually too long to wait well, to, to see how it plays out. I listened to um, the Anfield Rap had a, 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 a podcast on it with a basically a football finance expert, and he was saying that you should see a you should see a decision from Cass before the end of March. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, and he made a very good point. He said, "Look, he said Kevin De Bruyne is on a one point five million pound bonus for City getting into the Champions League." Right. What happens if they finish second? Can Kevin De Bruyne claim his money because he's got them in a position for the Champions League? They have to see what's going they, on here. They, talk, they'll pay it anyway, Gav. Yeah, they'll I know. But there's, it, there's yeah. all talks of contracts. Are they not, could they be null and void? Because if City are found to have done this wrong, they've had it, it's malpractice, and you could go and say, "I want their only contract." Apparently, they will want this done before, and Cass will come in before the end of March with this. So it won't drag out till July or anything like it. You're probably looking at probably a month from now. You will know what Cass have come out with. So it's it's not going to be one of those long drawn out things. I just find it a bit mad that the, the defense isn't. We didn't do anything. I I, yeah. I still think it's a case of we're going to fight us to death because we need to function. No matter what wealth we have, we need to get away with this to continue what we're doing. Because if they if if anything lands on City now and they're dragged right back into line and there's a microscope on them day in and day out or week in week out month in month out or for whatever amount of years. They are going to have Jen, to come into line, and the world means fuck all. And I they don't have, have to pull. I have a feeling they got they got stung that time. I'd I'd imagine City they bought Rodri, didn't they, in the summer? And I I yeah. I'd imagine that Sane was gone, and I'd imagine that um, an astronomical fee was agreed with Bayern Munich. I'd say in the reason it between a hundred to hundred twenty million. Now he done his knee in the Community Shield. I reckon had they sold him. That money would have went a long way as to making this go away, mm. but that didn't happen. I think it, there was an ace in the hole here that was missing, and basically, UEFA have done some fucking serious digging. Now, I think the reason the the big thing that's going to come down to is actually the what's the what's the legal term, um, the legitimacy of the evidence because it's come from all the league sources. Mm-hmm. And I know your man yeah. got locked up. I know your man got locked up. And it's in the public domain now. So I, to be honest, I'm not an expert now. I've been reading intensively about what could happen. Um, if I had to hedge my bets, I'd say it's a redu- it's the same form with a, redu- a suspended sentence. Completely suspended sentence. Uh, no, it'll be, I'd say it'll be a year ban. ban. It'll yeah. be a year ban. I'm going to yeah. go forward in that. I think they get away with it completely. I think they don't have any ban. I don't think they, they, they can. The I don't think they can get away with it. I well, think UEFA must have them banged to rights on this. UEFA they may, they to may go after them they, and to know they're going after a state that can tie this up with lawyers and all that with all the money in the world. I think UEFA know they have a fucking good case here and they're going to make an example of them and if they don't, the whole UEFA fucked. I think if you don't, we better buy Mbappe for stupid yeah. money and get the biggest loan out Merrill Lynch in America and just yeah. buy Mbappe. The game, the game will go bonkers if if yeah. if the FFP is completely made a shambles off. Mm. Because you know this all comes down to the, the sponsorship they've got uh, and inflating the sponsorship and where the sponsorship has come from. And there's loads to it, Gav. There's, like, oh no, there's, there's loads, loads. To how, how they've been paying their bills and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the, the city the group summer, and stuff like that. But we didn't spend money that 
have yeah. to pay bills. Like mm. it, it, yeah, it's no. just not balancing. They've been hemorrhaging fucking money, and they've been writing off up to hundred anywhere between one hundred and fifty million to two hundred million euros a season since two thousand and sixteen at least. Mm. That's nearly a billion. Mm. You see, you see, the thing is, if this was if this was for Ireland's sake, Manchester United, right? You'd say they can take the ban. Now, don't get me wrong. City can take the ban. They can, they can soak up the, you know, the, the, that loss, and they can. It's no problem to them. But the problem is when they're brought into a stricter line. That's where the issue is because they don't have That's the, the reach. They don't have yeah. the reach, right? They don't have the pull. They don't have the history. They don't have the following worldwide. And the biggest reason that anyone can, like people say, oh, well, they are a big club. No, no, no. When you set up a group of eight clubs around the world to try push our money around like a chessboard because your biggest asset isn't big enough. That's when it tells yeah. you your club isn't big enough. If this was so Manchester United... They can't United, sell out that stadium. I know, but if they this was Manchester... sell that fucking stadium. Listen, man. there was Aston Villa fans in the Etihad the other night for Man City yeah. against West Ham <laughs> because if they bought a ticket for that game, they could go and buy up the three tickets for the League Cup final, right? Because City can't sell their tickets and Aston Villa don't have enough for the I demand just, that's there, I'd right? imagine now them boys are uh, sick that he just didn't buy Newcastle now. Yeah. They could be. They absolutely could be. Like like Danny Emery is saying, uh, how can City only have 400 employees, but the club across the road have 900? Uh, you know, um, half of the Manchester staff are under the New York branch. But this is the way it all goes. But the biggest thing for that whole group thing is, is that when your asset isn't big enough, the massive asset isn't big enough to, to, to be a pull worldwide, you go and buy other bits around it to, to as I said, you paint a picture. But the problem with that picture is when when it gets wet, it's going to run. It's you know what I mean. That's just the, the analogy I you look at all the time with it. And if you look at Manchester United for argument's sake, United could take this two year ban. They could take the thirty million quid fine. Yes, they would lose out on. I think the money's is around one hundred and fifty million a year um, on TV money and everything that comes with the Champions League, right? And they would still come back in two years' time and go. Still, probably the biggest club in the world. We take the most money in. We're the most marketable club in the world. No problem. And yeah, we're two years behind, but we'll catch it. Now the but problem, they, but the problem, they're not even denying that they done this. Though, this is the big they, thing. They're basically saying that we did it, but I don't, we it. don't think that. Does yeah? No, yeah. not even that. Prove it. Like we did it, but so what? Like mm. what's wrong with it? Yeah. Like yeah. how else are we supposed like, to break in if we don't yeah, do it? I hate to show you that Neville and all is pushing like that. Oh, you should be obviously he's saying, Oh, you should be able to grow a club organically using your finance and investments. Yeah, well, it just so happens that that fucker's trying to bring a club from League Two into the Championship, into the Premier League, because mm-hmm. he yeah, knows he has invested interest down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, this this rule doesn't just apply to City, no, City are the ones fucking breaking it. If we do yeah. the same, it'd be the same. If Liverpool go out and fucking spend six, six to seven more times the revenue every year. We're gonna get fucking punished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big you are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's nothing got to do with City being a small club. They're fucking breaking the rules. Yeah, organically no, grow your assets. Why don't you? What what did he do with Sancho? Did he let him go for five hundred grand? He's a hundred million euro footballer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But you they, like this? They're not even reap what you fucking sow. Yeah, but they're not doing that. They can't even be bothered doing that because well, they'd rather so give, blatant about it as well. They'd rather spend sixty million on Mares then give Sancho a chance. And mm. this is just, it's all a knock-on effect because what's happening on the pitch now, it hasn't even started yet. 
Like, and they're all saying it's all we're all, it's all rosy in house. Everyone's gonna say my bollocks because we're they're all gone. Play, players from twenty seven or twenty eight saying, "Well, we're not gonna yeah. play in Champions League for two years." Like no, but it's not even that. It's not even that. That's not the big thing about it, right? The big thing about it is is that for argument's sake, and, and this was a, a major point that I, when I was this this podcast the other day. If CE are proven to be to be doing this, okay, not only for the club it's massive, but Raheem Sterling can walk in. Right. Let's put it this way. Raheem Sterling can walk in at some stage to whoever's in charge of contracts at Manchester City and say, you acted in malpractice. Right. OK. You acted in a bad, bad way. I want out my contract and I'm going to bring you to court to get over. And he will get over the same way. Yeah, Raheem, I don't know. I don't know. He, hold on. He will, Shawnee, because if Raheem Sterling goes out tomorrow. Right. And I don't know, punches the head off a fella outside the Etihad. Right. And leaves him in a coma. Just for argument's sake, right? Yeah. See, you can, don't see, you, you can don't use Sterling because you'll have fucking All right, right. Any player, any Say Bernardo Silva. Anyone, any of them, right? Any. I'll be in the way. Daily Mail tomorrow. Any, any, yeah. any employer of any Premier League football team, right? Can go out and assault somebody, put them in a coma, knock them down with their car. I don't know. For act, instance, John Flanagan. Act recklessly. Yeah, anyone, right? Okay. They can be sacked because they've acted in a. A, a reckless manner, you know, and they can be sacked. Raheem Sterling or any of those players can walk in and say, you acted like this, you've, you know, blah, blah, blah. Watch the contract I'm signed to. Okay, you're paying me, but you've acted in this way. And this is what the guy was trying to explain to the other day. They have a case to walk away. Now, people will say, oh, two years of the, of the Champions League, it's fuck all to do with that. What it is, is an agent, and what the salt to come in and go, listen, you are going to be out of the Champions League, but the second thing is, we're not going to get you sold here. You're actually going to walk out with this contract because I'm going to walk you or I'm going to fly you to Real Madrid tomorrow and they're going to give you £60 million to sign for them instead of giving it to Man City. Half the, and gonna you're going to give me half and I'm going to take 30 and you're going to take 30 And on top of that, they're going to give you the money you're at at sea and everyone's fucking rosy. And that's where the biggest problem with players will come from. Not from, you know, oh, will they stay for two years? How loyal are they? There'll be a rake of agents walking in there going, we're getting you out of this. And see the money then, you get for a transfer, on top we're of going that, to take. On top of that as well, Gav, if they do get hit, they're going to have to still balance the books. They're not going to be able to maintain the wage packets that they have now no. without Champions League football, that yeah. income. No matter how much money that they have mm-hmm. themselves, it's not... It's not soluble in the club. No. So, like, it, it's being played down a little bit, I think, the damage that this could do to City. It's being played down just... because of how rich they are, but people don't realise their, their wealth is going to be restricted to a point where it won't actually fucking matter. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they don't want. That's what they're looking to avoid. You know, yes. as you say, and they that... don't want this eye on them and everything they spend is mm. under a microscope. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, as we discussed wonder... before, 11 million are fucking plants around the stadium and all. You know what I mean? Is it like, um, one of you is mine now, is it like this when you, when you challenge for a card for a decision to be rescinded on a card, whereas you normally get a three game ban, if you appeal and your appeal fails mm. to get an extended ban, is Will that happen? Or will no, it just be- no. They're allowed. They're allowed to appeal it to Cass. What'll happen is they go to Cass. Cass will look at it and they make a decision. And usually that's the end of it. Now they they could oh, go right. on. I don't know where they're going to go after that. But usually Cass is basically a body that says sort it out yourselves. And if you don't yeah. sort it, come to us and we'll have a look at it. That's basically what it is. It's like you know the the high court and the supreme court. That's basically what yeah, it but is. Yeah, right? but hasn't I've read that Cass have actually freed every single club of Galatasaray, PSG. No club has ever actually lost that they're going to cast 
only Chelsea. Mm. And well, they, they got they got they got a, a depleted ban as well. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. Deal, I, I, I'd like to hold hope in the authorities stamping down, but I just don't. I think they can be bought. But you see, the thing is, Shani, City are holding out on this because it's come out of uh, their Spiegel and stuff like that, right? And it came out through leaked emails, and they're basically saying that it's not admissible in court, right? And they're. They're just a bit pissed off because they got caught. Because some of the emails are quite damning. Um, the language in them. They're, they're talking yeah, about some, some of, of it's dying, mad. Oh, you know, yeah, no, I seen, I seen, I seen. one down, two to go, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. But the, the the problem here is the money doesn't fucking matter, right? And they can easily take a hit on the, the Champions League for two years as a club, right? As an owner, they can. But the problem is. The scope they have to what they're doing is going to be significantly reduced regardless of what Cass says. Right? Yeah. Because what will happen is if they walk out of Cass in a month's time with a 30 million quid fine, something has stuck. Right? And once anything sticks, then you have got the Premier League and the FA that are going to have a look for you. Right? And the second thing is the person that has given you that fine is now going to go, you see, I want all eyes on them are all 24 hours a fucking day and all these sponsorship deals that are coming in from a company that that fella owns anyway. We're going to, we're going to be all over it. It's basically, they're basically going to be doing a, you know, this, what do they call it? Um, you know, when a, a fella comes very- in to own a club, they do a suitable fitness, you know, um, Stand a certain standard you have to be to buy a club. They're going to do that on them every fucking day of the week, I mean, and yeah. that's that's well, where they're going to get struggling. Well, it's hard to find any um, it's hard to find any balanced information really regarding because it, you you it's wherever you look, there's the city boys and then there's yes. the, the the boys yeah. against them. So mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to actually know exactly what what's going to happen now. Uh, what can the P? What can the What can the Premier League do? Because they haven't got any financial guidelines. Well, no, the FA would be the ones that would, would look at that. So the FA would look at it, and they they could they could throw them down leagues. That's what the nah, they, they want. They could. The That's the power they have, Sean. Yeah, they can put them they down won't. the league too. No, you're they asking what they, they could do. do. That's what they could do. That's the. Well, I'm, I'm trying to. Sh- I'm trying to tell you the power that these people have. That what you know, it'd be like me saying oh, I'm who, I'm responsible. Who sponsors who sponsors the FA Cup? I don't know at this stage. Who the fuck is that? The Emirates? Floy Emirates. Yeah. Right. But yeah. what, what I'm saying boy, is it there's fucking invent there's a circle jerk oh, going know, on listen, there. I, I wouldn't there have any I know there is. I'd have no confidence in the English authorities doing that in the Man City. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. If if something sticks in this they will probably have to. All right. Yeah, now, yeah the Premier give, League have them, to act. Well, the FA, the FA, the FA, the FA would be something along the lines of where they could put them down leagues. They could say, no, 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 you, you have done this right. The the Premier League, although they don't run financial fair play, they would be able to come along and go, well, hold on, as a member of the Premier League, you've acted in a reckless manner or whatever, financially or whatever. And for that reason, you have gained an advantage in this organization. And we're not happy about it. It's way too messy to go back four and five years and start taking points off them because then other clubs yeah. come along and go, well, we could have been oh, fucked. That's, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a no no. That's, that's not going to happen. Uh, no there way. No won't way. The titles handed over or anything like it. What could happen though is they could just turn around and go, listen, you've been caught on A, B, and C. And for every one of them, we're deducting you 10 points. You're starting minus 30 next season. That's what will happen. I I just think that that would probably be the most extreme case. Oh, yeah, it will. It all depends on what sticks, it casts, if anything sticks at all. Do you know it's what I mean? Fucking, it's one of them. You're just gonna, like, I, don't, 
I'd love, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to say I hate City. I just I, I think that fucking hate. Like, I had the cunts trying points of piss at me in the Etihad when they beat us 5 1 that day. So, can't say I adhere to their fans, really. But I don't really give a fuck about them. They're not, a, they're, they're a rival in the instance. When you look back, it's always going to be annoying. When the fixtures come out, you look at United, mm. who are playing. These are irrelevant. Hopefully, they're sent back to where they should be. You know what I mean? Like before the money, they were in fucking league too. The main road was at least full. You know what I mean? But there's nothing to like about them now. And oh, no, it's, only, it's it's a proper only franchise. Sick, this alone is sick in the fucking dickheads who are jumping around. I sit around when company got the winner last year and the stuff like that. Mm. Like these are the fuck. This is the horse you are backing in the race mm. last year. Like how fucking stupid do you feel now? Mm. Well, do you see the big the big worry I would have if I was a City fan, and I'll say it again, is that if I'm looking at this and going, even if we get away with this, right, on the basis that the emails were leaked and they could be, it might be inadmissible in court. What we're doing now. We can't continue to do. And that's will be my biggest issue as a City fan. Even if you get away with it, the stuff we were doing, we cannot continue to do because, listen, they'll just watch us like a fucking hawk and all the wealth we have, it'll actually mean nothing. And that's that's my biggest, that'd be my biggest worry if I was a City fan, that all the stuff you're throwing, like, put it this way, City are looking at it going, they've had money since 2008, I think it was Shinawatra was in charge, wasn't he? Um, 2008, so you're going 12 years, they've won, is a four league titles in them 12 years? They've won a couple of FA Cups, a couple of league Cups, they haven't conquered Europe, and now they're looking going, we're in the shit here, and there's teams getting closer to us and bypassing us when we should be over the hill and far away with that amount of investment over the last, especially probably six or seven years, I'd say. The, the other thing is as well is that uh, since the day they took over, Pep was the end game, wasn't he? Yeah. Like Pep, the, the whole aim was to get him in there eventually and and conquer Europe. But, oh, but like, yeah, if he comes in, he was the end they, game. He, he's the sort when you get Pep, you put the game back in the box and you bring it down, you trade it in for another one. Because you've exactly, yeah. yeah. So they probably start fucking looking at buying a Formula One team. Then after that, you know what I mean? Mm. Like a new toy to play with. So it, it's, I think it, it, it's it's fucking it's massive, it's massive for the future of that club. What yeah. comes out here, mm. even if even if they were to get off for it, and Pep did fuck off, they'd probably look to 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 get rid of that to rid the hands of that like Abramovich he won he won everything you know what I mean mm. he's not even allowed in the country anymore yeah and Ch- at the very at the very least Chelsea are sustainable now they run on themselves you know what I mean <coughs> yeah um it's it's just thank fuck you're not one of them shite bags Manchester at the moment whether it's fucking Solskjaer at the wheel or the, the fucking gangsters at the wheel. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. And the best thing is we're not going to be waiting years. Should yeah. be done and dusted before we've even won the fucking league. Mm. Yeah, I know that they're saying this guy on the Anfield rap the other day was saying that it looks like it will be done before the end of March. The decision from Cass. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, don't, I, I don't don't believe it, I don't believe Pep for a second saying that he's willing to go to league two. Yeah, me bollocks uh, is he not a chance. No, no way. Go on, Keith. What and are you not saying only that, I think um, the um, the impact that this will have on them, like you'll you see Sterling, he's already flashing his blade in arse at Real Madrid. There's not a chance that they're gonna stick around there. But who are they gonna bring in? Do you know what I mean? If if Pep is gone, 
what manager is going to go in there? Mm. Do you know what players are they going to attract there? So they are in trouble, but fuck them because they brought it all on themselves. You know, they, yeah. they, they're constantly, and the arrogance, when you read up the stuff, as you were saying, the emails and all that came out about uh, one down, five to go or whatever, like the arrogance of them. Not a lot of people have read up on that stuff, you know what I mean? They just assume our oh, city were fiddling and fiddling. People read up on what was going on. It's fucking madness, you know what I mean? The arrogance and the whole, we'll take this, we'll have an army of lawyers and we'll take this through the courts. I think they're in the shits. Well, there's just the last few comments on it. Chris Brack says, if you're innocent, why do you need to find a loophole to overturn a decision? Uh, Avo yeah. says, they've already walked away from several different sporting ventures already. And Emma Cavanagh says, Pep, very clever when saying he's staying. Quote, they said they did no wrong, so I stay. Yeah, okay. Well, there but that, 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 um, the talk I was see seemed to have been that they softened that cough a bit during the week as well. Yeah, man, the CEO, they were talking about maybe doing a deal, you know what I mean? So even even now they're looking to say, well, originally it was, well, fucking drag you through the court and all, and now it's stepping back a bit from that. So I would say, I think the most likely outcome will be the fine, which means fuck all, and then the and then, reduced ban. But I think that will be a ban. If there's the no other ban, thing is as well, if, the, if it does go through the appeal, like everything now is going to be put out into the public domain now. Yeah. Uh, regarding the numbers so like what's to say it can't get worse yeah oh no listen it could get worse but the, the, the big thing is if anything sticks i don't even think do you know what i'm gonna say it. i don't i don't think this decision from cast makes any difference to where where city will be i'm what i mean by that is um i think they're in a bad way regardless because the oil that'll be on them um and the the restrictions that are going to be put on them regardless of the of the outcome so it's, it's one of those we spent an awful lot of time talking about that but i really enjoyed it because um, yeah but the, the another thing you, is gavin maybe because you finish, make finish sense. on this yeah thing. go on, go on. can i just finish on yeah. this hey i thought you were going to sing a song go on yeah yeah years gone boy people uh select group of fans have targeted our owners mm. yeah. uh question ambition questioned genuity questioned everything and they were fucking crying for a sugar daddy crying for a sugar daddy yeah. and uh, look at this shoy the wankers across the road are now better than Hicks and Gillet. do you think they had his city's best interest at heart they oh. knew this was coming down the line and we're moving in to a brand new training ground complex with the greatest team in the world at the moment, assembled by these group of owners, assembled by the best manager in the game, who was hired by those group of owners. Yeah. Yeah. They never lied to us once, FSG, and still people were clamoring for a sugar daddy. So fucking just uh, pro- another prime example of yeah. the grass always not being greener on the other side. And they championed FFP as well from the beginning, so they've always tried to walk within financial fair play restrictions yeah, you know yeah, and people exactly. might have thought oh that's no ambition no it's a lot of show you know what i mean they walk no, and they not. bought it's in players and they bang, built them up it's been bang with they run sports cap yeah. ventures in america where salary cap is fucking no joke you yeah. look across the major league baseball nba nfl like if you fuck around you get hit simple as that there and they we have kind of we can say we waited in the long grass like yeah. 
Yeah, it, on the other hand, I can understand United, the, the owners are taking billion, billions out of the club. But look again, what's the point of having fucking... What, what what will it all be worth to Man City in the end if if they do get hit hard? I think it only ends badly. Mem- yeah, but like, what will it mean in the end? Yeah, I remember, I remember fucking Aguero's mm. last minute goal and that. But it'll just be memory in the end. It was ne- this was this was never sustainable. They said that the transfers going up to 100 million, 200 million had to stop. Mm. That bubble sort of burst last year. Yeah, and the Barcelona now are in big trouble with money as well. Yeah. Their board is a mess. The you have Florentino Perez in Spain who comes out and says nothing about anybody else, only looks out for himself. Mm. And the board at Barcelona is a mess now. And everyone wanted a fan owned club like Barcelona. Like you just need to think sometimes that fucking the people at the top know best. Mm. And I'm just a I I hope you wait for throw the book at City, and then I hope yeah. you fucked about the book at PSG as well because they're just as bad. They're just as oh, bad. Oh well, yeah. well, yeah. well, you see the thing is like, and, and this is probably a, for another show. And we probably will do a show on it because you that seem to know an awful lot about this and speak extremely well on it. But if if this does go against City, it's only the start for me. I think I think it is. Uh, Sup Kieran says owners never overpromised. Absolutely built the club, ready for decades, if not at least as if not at least a century to be self sustainable. That's obviously on Liverpool. Kevin Sullivan says City's biggest player sale was thirty million. They're as guilty as sin. Two questions before we finish, lads. Um, toasted sandwich. What are you putting on it, Keith? Oh, um, cheese and onion. Okay, John. simple. Crisps toasted sandwich. A toasted sandwich just be cheese and ham, ham and cheese. Toasty. Okay, no worries. Ham and cheese. And pizza the next morning, do you eat it cold or do you heat it up in the microwave, Keith? Cold. Cold, Johnny? Cold, yeah. cold, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, oh, cold. It's like find the money in your pocket and you oh. the pizza there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll okay. tell you what to do. Here's a little. Here's a little life hack for you, for yeah. anybody who's listening. And this is nailed like, on experience from the shoulders. Go on. If, <laughs> if you're on the way home from a night out mm. and you get back to the gaff and you order a Domino's, yeah. right? Buy two cans of Coke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put one in the fridge. Yeah. Drink the one you have there now. Mm-hmm. Get up in the morning. And I'm telling you now, there's nothing in the world that abate a red ambulance. And a red ambulance is a fucking freezing cold can of coke out of the fridge. Yeah, like it. With your cold pizza in the morning. And I'm telling you, be right as rain before you know it. Now, there you go. The and this Living is all. Dream. And this, my friends, is still a free service. How it is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, that has been the Fatback 480 for Friday night. We have absolutely taken the piss by going one hour and 19 minutes. But listen. That's when Shoulders and Keith say they want to go one hour and 19 minutes. Who am I to stop them? Shani, thanks a million for joining me again. No problem at all, Gav. Any time, mate. Good stuff. Keith, thanks a million for joining us. No worries. Pleasure as always, Gav. Good stuff. Everyone enjoy the football over the weekend. The Reds are going to absolutely upend West Ham on Monday night. 5-0, get on it. And get on Joe Gomez to score as well. That's been the Fatback 480. Over and out. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.